Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love? I'm well. How are you? I can't complain. So what is today's topic? AI, artificial intelligence. Mm, I've been hearing a lot about that. Please elaborate. Artificial intelligence refers to computer science and engineering that focuses on the development of intelligent machines or or systems that are capable of reasoning, learning, and acting independently. Hmm. AI is transforming the nature of almost everything which is connected to human life. However, we are yet to see its evolution in long term. Whether it's leading humanity towards making this planet a better place or a place which is full of disaster. Is AI the human race future? That's a great question. The reality is that there is no straightforward answer to this question. Some believe that AI will eventually result in a form of human uh, augmentation in which we become smarter, faster, and more efficient as a result of our merger with technology. Others believe that AI will eventually suppress human intelligence, us hearing in a world ruled by machines. There is no correct or incorrect response, and it is ultimately it ultimately ultimately depends on the individual's perspective. With all the hype around artificial intelligence, robots, self-driving cars, social media, meta worlds, and virtual realities, it can be easy to assume that AI doesn't impact our everyday lives. In reality, most of us encounter AI in some way or another almost every single day. From the moment you wake up to check your smartphone to watching another Netflix-recommended movie, AI has quickly made its way into our everyday lives. AI provides a a computer program the ability to think and learn on its own. It is a simulation of human intelligence, hence artificial, into machines to do things that we would normally rely on humans. There are three main types of AI based on its capabilities. Weak AI, strong AI, and super AI. So weak AI focuses on one task and cannot perform beyond its limitations. Common in our everyday lives. So that would be social media, that would be, you know, the internet and all those kind of things that we use in our everyday lives. Hmm. Strong AI can understand and learn and any intellectual task that a human being can. Researchers are striving to reach strong AI. Hmm. So super AI surpasses human intelligence and can perform any task better than a human, which is still a concept. 
So an example for the strong AI would be probably like those um, AI, like if you type in what you want them to write for you, mm. then they'll create an algorithm that kind of matches the topic that you want to talk about, but then it'll create it for you. Or so the Terminator. Strong, exact, so that's strong AI. And I think super AI would be like Terminator mm-hmm. or a machine building another machine to destroy another country or something crazy like that. That's crazy. Advantages of artificial intelligence could be the reduction in human error, such as artificial intelligence that can significantly reduce errors and increase accuracy and precision. The decisions taken by AI in every single step is decided by information previously gathered and a certain set of algorithms. When programmed properly, these errors can be reduced to null. Zero risk. Another big advantage of AI is that humans can overcome many risks by letting AI robots do them for us. Whether it is defusing a bomb, going to space, exploring the deepest parts of oceans, machines with metal bodies are resistant in human and resistant in nature and can survive unfriendly atmospheres. Moreover, they can provide accurate work with greater responsibilities and not wear out easily. Another advantage of AI would be that it has 24-7 accessibility Mm. or availability. There are many studies that show humans are productive only about three to four hours in a day. Humans also need breaks and time off to balance their work life and personal life. Mm. But with AI... It can work endlessly endlessly without breaks. They think much faster than humans and perform multiple tasks at a time with accurate results. They can even handle tedious, repetitive jobs easily with their help of AI algorithms as well. Digital assistants, some of the most technological advanced uh, companies engage with users using digital assistants. With elements, the need for human personnel. Many websites utilize digital assistance to deliver user request content. We can discuss our search with them in conversation. Some chatbots are built in that way that makes it difficult to tell whether we are converse, conversing with a human or chatbot. We all know that businesses have customer service crews that must address the doubt of and concerns of the patrons. Businesses can create the chatbot or voice bot that can answer all their client questions using AI. The next one is new inventions. In practically every field, AI is the driving force behind numerous innovations that will aid humans in resolving the majority of challenging issues. For instance, recent advances in AI-based technologies have allowed doctors to detect breast cancer in a woman at an earlier stage. Hmm. So let's stop right there for a second. So basically what this article is stating that AI can either help us or do the total opposite. It's saying that we can't predict the future, 
but it's highlighting the advantages of it first and seeing where it may become a problem. There's a lot of advantages where humans will no longer need to use their brain power, it seems like. That would be a disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, definitely. So how do you feel about that? Do you think we're going towards the right direction or the wrong direction? I'm on the fence about it. Because we've been so easily coerced into accepting AI without having being included in that discussion of AI, mm-hmm. <laughs> we subconsciously already have gotten used to it. So I think about how when everybody got a cell phone, it was great to communicate. Mm-hmm. A couple of years later, we had apps. Applications allowed us to do more things on the phone rather than just basic communication mm-hmm. with the help of artificial intelligence. All of our social media platforms is a form of artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. There's an algorithm that's created to enforce a cycle or a consistency of people engaging on the app. Mm-hmm. So that there's already a science behind it, knowing that if we put A out, then B will happen, and C, we get all the people engaged on the system, so that you're easily coerced into artificial intelligence. That's a small dose, like where they said weak AI. Mm-hmm. They got us to the point of weak AI. Then at some point, it's going to be a stronger AI. So having us do the lens app, where we're, you know, going on apps to see what our face looks like, cartoon wise. But we don't even realize that all of these steps from weak to strong AI, we are giving information to these these companies companies to do scientific research and how to make AI even stronger. So that when they get to the point where they're doing more advanced artificial intelligent scientific research or whatever, mm-hmm. when it's time for us to get on the program... <laughs> We already have accepted it without questioning the advantage or disadvantage of it. We don't really have a say. My concern is that a lot of these programs collect data, um, a whole lot of data. And most of us who use these applications like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and all these other things, we're just freely giving out our thoughts, our data, what we like, what we dislike, and a lot of stuff that goes out there is not always positive. So what if there's nothing, what if an AI is collecting data, for example, on on everybody? Um, Let's just give an example. Elon Musk owns Twitter, but he also owns an AI program as well as Neuralink. Neuralink is... um, something that he's trying to develop to get our minds connected to the the, the net uh, mainframe or whatever. So all this data that Twitter, all this the, these, these different voices are streaming into AI and a lot of it is super political, super left wing, super right wing. Like how would artificial intelligence determine basic humanity? <laughs> Good question. And and sift through all the, the, the white noise and, and the BS. 
Well, nobody likes to read the terms and agreements, do mm. they? But they already have put in place that saying, when you go on our applications such as Facebook, LinkedIn even for jobs mm-hmm. or whatever, we are collecting your data. We own it. And what's unfortunate as well is it's almost as if if you go off the grid and don't want to use those things, you cannot function as a citizen of the world. I mean, you can, but you won't be connected to everyone like that. You won't be connected, but I'm also talking about Cash App, PayPal. Mm. Like most of the things that we require, require the Internet, even doing applications for a job. Mm-hmm. You have to use the internet. You can't just go in the store and be like, I want to work here. Can I apply and write you know, on a piece of paper? Nine times out of ten, they're going to make you do it online. Mm-hmm. And even that is creating algorithms to serve data for a purpose of something else. So without our, well, without our consent or with it, we're giving out free information. Mm-hmm. I have a con- concern as well. Mm-hmm. Earlier, like earlier 2000s, there's companies out here who are developing, you know, robots with personalities. Um, And I'm thinking like, especially in inner cities and and, and neighborhoods, um, there was another example that um, was... What is it called? Um, CCTV or something like that? CCTV. CCTV um, couldn't discern between a black face and a white face. And all the black faces looked the same to that that AI system. So what if that was joined with robots and, you know, they would use it for, like, policing um, applications and military applications? And what if they just... The robots just go crazy and just start locking in and, and killing, you know, minorities and, and shit. Um, like it's a high possibility because the contracts construct of this nation functions in a certain way, right? Mm. Where a certain race has more superiority over other like races. Mm. Um, that will also trickle down in science and in artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. and it already has. We've already seen that it has. When you go on TikTok, most of the people that you're getting views are, you know, if you search something, it's going to put white people before black people in any type of platform. (laughs) Anything that you're searching on the internet, unless you put black people or Asian people Mm -hmm. or Mexican people, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to bring that up first. It's going to show us a certain demographic first. Something that you did point out that I did agree with as well is that most of the time, you know, these programs or companies are putting pushing out advanced things that we may not know about now mm-hmm. such as like you know robots that have feelings mm-hmm. i also saw something um when i was scrolling through tiktok i don't know whether or not it's true because some of that information may not be factual but where this guy was saying someone was fired through google because he was getting ready to share with the government that they were working on a robot. They actually created an eight-year-old robot mm-hmm. that has consciousness and feeling. Mm-hmm. You get what I, I'm saying? I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. It was um, they created. I think not. This this might be a different circumstance, but they created two computers who would speak with each other, mm-hmm. and then those computers started developing their own language, and people were like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" You know what I mean? And they 
all the data that they collected from people who use Google went into these 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 AI systems and they learned and I believe they got scared because they shut the whole program down. Maybe they were getting you um, know gaining, they probably didn't shut yeah it down. they they was gaining <laughs> consciousness you know and and they didn't know how to, how to control that mm. yet but it's it's very interesting what's going on and I have one more concern right I seen this video of. A robot arm flipping burgers. Mm. Yeah. So, what's the the likelihood of us as humans, not only minorities, but people out here who work nine to five, blue collar jobs, uh, auto technicians, um, people who work in the fast food industry, restaurant industry? Like, what is the likelihood that a lot of these um, Systems and artificial intelligence uh, will take over these jobs, and what will people do after that? That's really fascinating. I believe that at some point, so artificial intelligence, right, is supposed to make our lives easier, mm. and I think that an art, like an artificial or AI programming robot or what have you, needs repetition, mm-hmm. right? So most of the blue collar jobs are what. Repetition. Repetition. We're already seeing now, if you go into a fast food restaurant, let's say, for instance, McDonald's, you have people at the counter. You have an option to do counter or you have an option to do the what? The um, touch screen. The touch screen. You go to Target. You have an option to do a a regular customer or or you have the Mm self-check. How many people do you now see as the regular experience of a human? In Target. Like two. You only see like two at the registers. And it's like four or five different Shit, more than that, like 10 registers up there. Wait until McDonald's finds out how to have those robots function without a human interaction. Mm. And that whole thing will be AI. We are going to get into the point where people are going to lose jobs because a machine can do it better than a human. That's what they're looking for, right? 24-7. Efficiency. Efficiency and quickness because that's how our world is now working. If it's not fast enough, they can get a program to do it even faster. That is scary. But we see it right now. Like, that's the thing where I'm like, we're talking like it's the future. It's right now. Yeah. And the way that technology is, I was reading an article, too, a while ago about how from the time that TiVo started, remember TiVo, that machine Mm -hmm. where you could pause and rewind? Mm -hmm. That wasn't a long time ago. No, it wasn't. No. So technology is moving at a fast speed that people are having difficulty catching up. So what does that do long term for the human brain? It slows us down. It slows us down, but we're also depending on instant gratification. Mm -hmm. You can't, people don't have the patience to wait. Like, Mm -hmm. let's say if you're waiting for a call, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're waiting for the doctor's call, you don't have that patience. You don't have patience to wait for the internet. If it's taking longer than one minute, that's a problem, right, for most people. But not a long time ago, again, we were waiting for dial-up. So technology is moving too fast for us to even keep up. And some scientists think that it's concerning that it's doing that because we don't even have time to process that old technology for the new one. Yeah, it's it's like evolution. Evolution. It's it's making us evolve quicker than nature is. 
You know, we're not taking exactly. our natural course of evolution. Exactly. So what does that do for us as humans? Mm. That's the big question because nobody knows the outcome of AI right now mm-hmm. because we're living in AI in real time. And mm. even scientists that are creating these programs are facilitating these experiments in real time. They may be ahead of us in some stuff we don't know, but everything is like, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll go with the flow. Yeah. Nobody's really doing studies on the 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 cons or the effects of how humans have to adjust to this or how advanced they're creating artificial intelligence because they could get to a point where they outsmart the human Hmm. right if you're creating somewhat feelings that reminds me of um star trek (laughs) um i love science fiction Mm -hmm. but star trek they had these um beings known as the borgs and they were created like millions and millions and millions of years ago, like these these artificial intelligent mm-hmm. beings. And they realized that a lot of life around the universe was was basically killing their planet and and, and ex- exhausting resources. Mm-hmm. So their plan was to absorb and take over everything in the universe. You know, they would download their their minds into these beings and the beings would have like artificial parts, like um, something across the the head to control the brain or, you know, artificial arms and limbs and stuff like that. And they would become these Borgs Mm -hmm. and humans, we a lot of us are naturally destructive. And what if we put in a um, it was another movie where. AIs were programmed to protect all humans at all costs, even if that meant killing them to protect them. You know, like human logic and and, and computer logic is two totally different things. You know what I mean? And more than likely, something negative will happen if we don't gain control of it at the beginning. I agree. And I think about how we've seen in our (laughs) generation What happens when you give or when someone has a lot of money? Mm -hmm. We had Bronson. We had Elon Musk. And who else? The Amazon guy. Mm -hmm. Um, What was his? Bezos. Mm -hmm. All trying to go to space. Not because they had, you know, the skill or the education behind it. But they they just had money to do whatever they wanted to do. So imagine having the Musks and the Wests, you know. Mm -hmm. With the amount of money that they have, maybe not doing good with artificial intelligence, but seeing how they can do the opposite. Maybe they're trying to replace us. I don't know. But, like, think about the people that have control over some of these opportunities, such Mm -hmm. as AI. Because I think, you know, there are some positive qualities of AI. But imagine people with money that don't have good intentions Mm -hmm. that could really do some damage because they have the money to back themselves up with whatever ideas that they want to do. There are a lot of good things that can happen, Mm -hmm. like um, artificial limbs, like hearts and, you know, lung transplants that people don't have to wait in line to for somebody to die to get a But transplant. also detecting Ill- illnesses, yeah. providing certain services that may not come for others. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would consider things like, you know, airplanes being artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. A lot of the machines that we use or cars that do not require a person, you know. I'm still worried about those kind of things, but it's also cool at the same time. 
Yeah. But how 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 much good can be done with artificial intelligence without there being the latter? I think it depends on the person. With good, there's always going to be something that's negative. It depends on the person that's creating that. Because exactly. more than likely, they will create that thing in their image. Mm-hmm. Just like the example I gave earlier, artificial intelligence thinking all minorities and black people look alike. You know what I mean? It's who who's ever putting that code in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That that will define where we go with this, you know, and just collect just collecting data from random people is not the best idea at all. Collecting data from random people. For for example, um, there's a lot of crazy stuff on Facebook. There's a lot of people saying crazy stuff on Twitter. There's a lot of people just, you know, just negative. And if something that knows nothing, the only thing it's learning is constant negativity, Mm -hmm. greed, and, 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 and... and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Stars, like like the people that we look up to as you know, stars and stuff like that, Kardashians and and Will Smiths and all this, like the media, like if that's all it's learning, where where are we going to be? Where's the the art? Where's the poetry? Where's the well, that's a great you question. Know? And that's another question, too. Like, what kind of AI, like, what is the purpose of AI? Do they want them to be better than humans? Mm. Do they want them to be equivalent to humans? That's a good question. That's a good question. Like, mm. what, what, is the, what is the point? What Once is the you point? know the point, it's like, what do we do with that information? Mm. Because then you have them going on Facebook you know, maybe taking that information that you were talking about, fake news, whatever, and creating a white supremacist, a artificial intelligent robot. Yeah. That could be it. When you're getting all this information from the internet, it's going to have an outcome on how that thing is created. Mm. I also think about how AI, like when we Google search, we think nothing of it. But how Google started for those Google search to happen is when the internet started, they will be recording all the stuff that people are searching on the internet. So you're thinking it's an innocent thing and, oh, it's cool, it's fun that I can see this information. But the computer's taking the algorithms of what we're typing to know what other people have similar thoughts about. Mm. And then that, too, helps artificial intelligence get better. Mm-hmm. We're constantly educating AI while we're doing our apps and searches and whatever we're searching for on the internet. It's giving an idea of what the human experience is like. So, like like I said, is it because they want it to be equivalent or even better than humans? Because that's what that's at the point where we're at now. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. We're going in a really weird Very direction, weird. you know. And I just. What blows me is there's so much money and, and thought going into this when we have a lot of, like, right now problems <laughs> <laughs> that we have to figure out. Maybe I feel you on that. You know what I mean? Like, we just sent a couple hundred million dollars to Ukraine, but the hood is still messed up. I just had, like, a brief, sudden, like, vision or thought when we were talking about what you were saying. Mm. 
when we were in the pandemic, right? What were the two things that we learned? The first one being, no matter where you are in the world, as long as you have a computer, mm. you can do anything. Yeah, you, you can be. do your work from home. You can go to school from home. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything besides, you know, maybe walk, working at Walmart and having to do everything <laughs> in person yeah. as an essential worker or in the hospitals, you could do literally everything using a computer. Mm-hmm. So for those that didn't have a computer, you weren't able to function as a regular citizen, right? <laughs> because you needed your computer mm-hmm. to function under a pandemic. Yeah. So I think that time, those few years, we're busy here sitting like everything is cool. On the other hand, people are doing research as to how we can function in a world without having to interact with one another, where we can just be inside tragic. and use this, the That's computer. Tragic. It's tragic, but it's like it's happening. That's a, that's an, that reminds me of an, another movie. You remember Wally? I do remember Wally. They had um, people were in space, mm-hmm. and they were stuck in these chairs. If you haven't seen Wally, it's it's been out for years, so spoilers and all that. But they were stuck in these chairs with TV screen. Was it? TV? It might have been like virtual reality yeah, goggles was. or something, and they didn't move. They were three to four hundred pounds. They had everything at a push of a button, and they were just zooming around on these chairs, not doing anything. Wally, The Matrix, Idiocracy. Right. right. It, we've seen it in films. I'm like, we're living it now, not really paying attention to it. Or if we're paying attention to it, how much control do we have over the outcome of what is going on? Hmm. We're just a, also a living experience, just like these robots or whatever is being created. We are all experiencing this in real time. And we have no choice as to what direction this is going in. I think we we do have a choice, but a lot of us are content with what's going on. What would be your choice if you, it affected you so much? 15 minutes out of every day. I don't watch TV. I don't listen to like music. I don't pick up my phone. I just escape on the inside of me. And for for me, that kind of keeps me grounded. You know, I'm not really scrolling mindlessly because you could do that all day long. But it reminds me that I do have a mind of my own. Mm -hmm. And I can take the time out to, you know, talk to myself and speak with myself and you know just meditate mm-hmm. and I think that's very important because we, we we get trapped in these in these cycles of these flashes and ringtones and notifications whenever something notifies you you have to instantly go pick up your phone and check it out pretty much you know what I mean? Or and going to a concert and the first thing you do is put up your phone. Put up your phone. But you're not watching the experience you're not, in real time. You're not living the experience. No, you're still plugged in. So we have to take time out to ourselves, you know, away from everything and and figure ourselves out. Or even, not even that, even having dinner at a table. 
No phones, no TVs. Nothing, just silence. I would love to do that, or by just, the way. Just conversations, <laughs> just conversations. Yeah. You know, having that that social interaction that we were, that's, it, that's in our DNA to have. We're social beings. You know, we're community-based beings. We're tribal beings. You know, that's humanity. And the further we get into these AI systems, artificial intelligences and and phones and and streaming shows, it separates us as humans. It's not real, but we've made it our reality. Right. So what's the real purpose of it? What's the real thought behind it? Is it to separate us? And what's what's the whole purpose of of separating us? I don't think it's to separate us. Over the pandemic. Perfect example. You were educated. What happened when you went back to school? How was the social skills of these young children? Very poor and lacking. Lacking. Communicating. I don't think it's to separate. I think it's for us to not have the ability to critically think. That too. And you can't think. All right, when I'm. Another thing that bothers me is that in America, the only jobs that's pushed forward are doctors, lawyers, this, that, and the third, um, content creators. But whatever happened to philosophers, thinkers, you know, like in, in ancient Greece when they would just sit around in, in, in a circle and just have conversations and think and come up with these these philosophies on life and, you know, and, and pushing our understanding of what reality is. We don't do that anymore. We don't have time to think. That's it. We don't have the time. We have the time, but we just don't use the time. We don't use the time for what we need to use the time for. And when was the last time you saw anyone pick up a book? Not in in a very long time. In a very long time. I haven't seen somebody like actually touching pages. Not to say it's, it's, it's very, no it's one's rare. out there. But it's, it's rare. rare to just see somebody picking up a book. But... Or someone not picking up a book without recording themselves showing a reel of them reading a book. Like how freaking weird recording is Recording yourself doing yoga, recording yourself working out, recording yourself meditating. You know, meditating. It's like we have used this little small tool of artificial intelligence the matrix. to be a part of our life. Like we need it in our back pocket to survive. Mm. It's the matrix. We're all plugged in. Even though we're all connected, we haven't been more disconnected ever (laughs) in life. It's facts. You know what I mean? We put out these these caricatures of ourselves online. How about this, though? You know how... Were you finished? Go ahead. You know how we're watching something and we never find anything to watch? Sometimes our bodies are also physically sick of being 
in an artificial space. Artificial, right, is key. Mm. But in a space that's not real. Where some people that scroll too much or look at something become addicted to that thing, but know that it's a problem. Like you can't come off of that thing, but you feel sick doing that thing. It's the dopamine. It's just like me drinking coffee every morning. I don't need coffee. Right, but you have to have it. But I train myself to think that I need coffee. Exactly. You know, social media, Facebook. I've been on Facebook ever since Facebook was was just for college students. So imagine having 15 years of experience on a social app and then just deciding one day I can't, I'm not going to do it. But we build these relationships with these applications. We've grown up. Some kids only know only know applications on the phone. Mm-hmm. YouTube, especially YouTube, we actually had to watch television and wait once a week for for, for that next. show to come <laughs> on next. And we had to sit through commercials. We really did. Where you can't pause and come back and watch a show. If you miss or it, rewind you missed it. And rewind you and missed rewind and rewind. Our child <laughs> is lucky, but unlucky at the same time. At the same time. I know he how does, you feel. He, he doesn't have the attention span to sit for a full 25 to 28 minute show and enjoy that show and wait a whole week. So you're waiting for a whole week to watch this show. What do you want to do to to fill the time? You want to go outside. Mm-hmm. You want to play. You know. You wanna use your body more, right? Use the, your body more. You want to move more. You got to do the homework. You got to, you know, sit down and talk to the family and wait for these shows to come back. So know, knowing all of this, because I know we have to conclude soon, mm-hmm. what do you think you can implement in your life to be less plugged in if you want to be plugged in this takes more time to ourselves mm-hmm. I know we are plugged in because it's what we do to push our business forward like the, the podcast and our personal art endeavors to get the, the stuff out there but just put it out there and turn it off yeah. if, if we're not pushing anything creative What's the point of of, of being on it? If it's not it? making money, why are we on it? Exactly. <laughs> What's the point of being on it? You know, meditating more, taking more time out for yourself and your family. Mm-hmm. You know, and experiencing life. I love that you said that because now I want us to have a challenge mm. where, you know, we we are both people that enjoy phone scrolling. Mm-hmm. But maybe having like an hour where it's just family time. Okay. If we're going to do Jenga, we're going to play a game, if we're going to learn something together. But one hour of the day, we're doing something family oriented. I like that. That has nothing to do with music. I mean, music we could do, but mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing to do with television. television, the internet, scrolling. It's just family time. I like that. I'm with it. Not including, like, dinner at the table, but, like, some activity where we're using our brain and using our mouths to communicate. I like that. All right. I think we should all implement that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, are we going to conclude this, or? 
we we kind of had covered everything here. Okay. We were going to discuss in another episode of the podcast to talk about artificial intelligence and the artist, how that may affect the artist in the future, or if it's going to benefit the artist in the future. Right. Yeah, so stay tuned. <laughs> All right, guys, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. Please comment and let us know. Yeah. If- you know, we actually enjoyed the episode. Um, yeah, guys, thanks again. We appreciate you. Peace.